Hello, this is Watch Rotation episode 14. I'm Joe. <laughs> and I'm Eric. What's up, Joe? Uh, nothing much. What's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, thinking about watches, thinking about cars, the usual. That's not what this, this show is about. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we should just do a whole show on the uh, 2013 Lexus GS with the luxury package. That, wa- that car... Um... That costs a lot less than your watches. It's it's about it's about the same one of one of your one watches. of my watches. Yes, yes, yes that's actually. All right, so we thought that today we'd just talk about some of the watches that we recently acquired and recently sold. Just sort of a little bit of an update to our collections, I suppose, um, that we did earlier on in uh, the show, um, and then it gives us an opportunity to kind of discuss why we let these watches go and why we acquired another watch sort of in place of it or, uh, you know, why we're mixing it up. Yeah. I think it's good for, <clears throat> for people to probably keep, I don't know. No one probably cares about what we're doing, but um, for anyone that listens to the show, we mentioned when we're getting stuff in. So I think it's probably, uh, it probably makes sense to update people when we get new stuff and sell yeah. current watches. Also, I just want to clarify that. Um, I drive a four hundred dollar Scion, so I'm not I'm not a snob about uh, the value of your watches versus the value of your car. <laughs> Just want to clarify that was a joke. What else do you drive? That that's my I I, I walk. Primary mode of I, I my shoes. <laughs> I All have right. some Allen Edmonds and a Scion. You sent me a wrist shot of like, I don't know what it was. I think it was uh, one of your ceramic IWCs from the interior of your like Scion uh, XB. And it was like the Dude, most that car, like. That car has a auto roll down on the driver's side window, but it, like, so you press it once and then it goes all yeah, the way down. I get it. Yeah, but it doesn't go back up. So it's just, it's only on the down. But, but then it was just such a like misplaced photo of you wearing like, I think you were wearing like a blue suit or like at least like a blazer jacket. A blazer, probably a blazer. Yeah. Yeah, a blazer and then like the IWC and like a crisp white shirt. And it was just this like freaking waterfall of plastic behind yeah. it. You know, the blazer probably costs more than the car. Yeah, the, the deployment class costs more than the car. Anything that costs more than $400 costs more than the car. Anyway, um, all right, you have to go first because we might not even get to me. We might have to do a whole Are other you serious? episode. No, dude, we'll get to you. All right, so which one of the watches that I... I want to... Sorry. um, What you say is not important. I want to know about the Vacheron. (laughs) All right, we'll talk about the Vacheron. Um, It's... um, I I was browsing... Actually, so I was sleeping, and what happened was my mom called me, and I was kind of upset that I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Not on my mom, obviously. What, What time was this? This is like, what is it, like over a week ago? Two no, what time ago? of day? What time of day? Oh, this is like midday. I, I was just thinking midday. Okay, just want people to know. <laughs> yeah, so if, if anyone listening is aware, like fourth year of medical school is really chill. Um, and I'm on a language elective right now, and it requires me to kind of translate some stuff into Polish, like medical terms, and I'm done. So like two hours of work for the whole month. It's been amazing. Uh, but anyway... I woke up kind of cranky, but you know, I, I just do what I do. I go on eBay, I go on uh, watch recon, just try browse watches. And I see this Vacheron 
And I've been eyeing a, uh, was it the 1948 history full calendar uh, in stainless steel for quite some time. Uh, and, you know, those sell for between, I would say in a private party between like uh, 13 to 15,000. And I found the 1942, I believe it is, with the moon phase in rose gold and the red uh, sky background on the moon phase and the red numerals um, for what essentially was the price of a steel one. Um, the watch was in New York. Yeah, so as so any good, yeah, go on. I guess I'll, you can finish because you're, uh, you can talk about the, how, you know, like the, the, how you purchased it, but I'm actually curious about like this model and, and stuff like that. Cause I'm not too aware of their, their whole, like, uh, you know, their whole lineup. Sure. So after, yeah, I just want to make sure we talk about that. Yeah, no, that's it. I essentially called the store. It was in New York and I bought the watch. Um, and it came and everything is really great about it. Um, so this is from the history collection, which is sort of their throwback to their old designs. I believe this one, you know, this one was obviously probably from like late thirties, considering it's like the 19 or, or late forties, 1948. Um, it has that triple Gadron case, which is sort of like, if you look at the flank of the case, it has these like three ridges that go all the way around mm -hmm. and the lugs look like they were welded on and then the welds were polished off. So you get that really crisp effect on the kind of corners of the lugs. Uh, and they're the kind of like the claw style lugs. Um, and yeah, and it's a full calendar. It's not an annual calendar. You do have to adjust it every every uh, you know, every other month. And it does have a moon face. Um, and it's a manual wind. Uh, has a modern Vacheron uh, movement in it. So I'm looking at some pictures now. The steel sure. one has completely different lugs, right? Completely different lugs. They're still kind of like in a similar flavor. They're kind of like round and kind of flamboyant, but they are different. Yes. Which one do you like I, more? I prefer the steel lugs. Yeah, me too. They're, they're more, I think for the steel model, they needed to do something that was very um, attractive about it because everything else about the gold one is just better. Like if you think about it, applied numerals are like extremely nice, although they make the watch a full, whole lot more dressy. Um, yeah. And then you get the like really nice moon phase with like the unusual red background, um, which, you know, there was also a version with the blue and they were all each limited to 200 pieces. Uh, but I think the lugs on the steel one really take the cake. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of, yeah. of red in watches. Um, and there's not enough watches that uh, that are red or using the color red. Um, yeah. And it goes well with the rose gold, you know? Like, it kind of goes well nicely. You have the red accents, silver dial, rose gold case, and a brown alligator strap with alligator lining because that's how Vastron does it, right? Yeah, so you... you um you've sent me the steel ones a number of times. I'm not, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of the steel ones. Okay. Um, just, I think, I mean, there's no doubt that I'm sure I haven't seen one of these in person ever also. Um, mm -hmm. But I think for, for the price point that these are really going for that the design of this watch just doesn't look like something that would command that sort of price. If you know what I mean? Okay. So when I got this gold one at first, I sort of had a very similar impression this is a slow burning watch. You kind of have to sit there and digest it. Um, there's a lot of details that are really executed quite perfectly. Okay. Um, there's a lot of things about it that are just extremely nice. So let me so, think. Let so me maybe, they, maybe they use some sort of restraint and just there's not enough things that are I'm really like fully appreciating about it yet. 
Um, I mean, possibly. It's hard to appreciate a watch until you fully like experience it, right? So one of those days um, I woke up and the sun was hitting the watch exactly because I just set it on, um, on my desk. And the sunlight reflecting off of all the markers on the dial was sort of perfectly projected onto my desk and you could still clearly tell the Roman numerals and what they were. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could like read the time off my desk. Like that was impressive. So the, so all the black polished surfaces on the, on the applied markers on the dial are really perfect. Like the, the, there's no, and you know, it's done by hand cause it's Vacheron. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I got to wear the watch and really the way the hands are set in the center, the center stack of the hands, there's a lot of dimensionality to it. They're not just kind of like stamped. Um, but the bases of the hands have sort of like another angle cut into them. Um, what else? Uh, the movement. It, it takes some time to really appreciate it. I think at first I was like, oh, these bevels aren't that deep. They're not that crazy. The finishing is just, yeah, it's a Geneva seal movement. But And then I took some like macro shots of it. And that thing is perfect. Like downright to every detail, the finishing is really amazing on the movement. And, you know, I started to kind of like look more at it and, and try to appreciate it more. And it really is a really beautiful design, very simple bridges, but, um, you know, executed perfectly. Um, so how, how, um, I know when you got it, you sent me a photo and I was questioning the choice of, uh, of design for the hands. Yeah. Um, so I never had an issue with the hands. I think, I know you did. So what is your problem with the hands on this watch? It's just weird to me that, um, there are all sort of so there's three hands right there's the the pointer date on the outside right. right and that is pretty much the same thickness and length as the hour hand and the <laughs> it's minute actually hand. thicker <laughs> hold on let me look at the it. hour hand actually... is a little bit thicker um, well it's different in, color in the, so it's different so the hour and minute hands are actually like more three-dimensional baton hands and then the pointer date is more of like a flat silver with the red tip and I'll okay. tell you right now, the pointer date is thicker than both of them. It doesn't look like that in the photos. Um, maybe it's about the same as the hour hand. Actually. The hour hand looks, uh, yeah, it looks maybe the same at, at most. Uh, but anyway, and then the, the minutes hand is just like slightly thinner than the hour hand in a way that is kind of unpleasing to me because... Um, I don't know. Is that, is, has, is that so, something that happens often in other watches where you have like the only way to differentiate the hour and the minutes hand is the thickness of the hand. I mean, the, the so, length of it is different, but uh, then the, the minutes hand is just this like long, um, I don't know. It's just plain and it's a stick. It just seems, it just stands out to me as being kind of just an odd choice for a watch like this. I, I could yeah. think that many other I mean, hands would look better. But I think it's like, it, it makes this watch very quirky with that minutes hand. I, I quite like it. I, I know what you're saying that it like it can look off and if you're not used to this watch, it can be hard to read because a couple of times I glanced down at it to check the time and I was a little bit confused about what time it is based on the fact that there's also a pointer date and it looks like you know that could be one of the one of the hands. Yeah all the hands are the same. <laughs> yeah but but you know the the time hands are gold and, and the pointer date isn't. What um, is it? It's, it's like silver with a red tip. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I, thought, I thought after a while I, I got really used to it and it wasn't like an issue with, as far as legibility goes. Um, and I, I think it's a kind of a quirky design feature where like 
no other watch really does it this way and it i kind of like it actually i think it adds a lot of charm to the watch there's I mean, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it can obviously like if you have a pointer date or uh, you know and you have a moon phase also um the the hands being super thin helps to keep the dial pretty clean yeah i think is well, maybe why they did that possibly I, it doesn't I really so. block I mean, anything i don't think the hands look very like I think it works. I think like when I'm holding the watch right in front of me, I think, I don't know if I would change anything. Like you think okay. the hands should be a little bit thicker maybe. I don't know. I, I would be interested in seeing different types of hands on this particular, uh, like everything else being the same, but just yeah. swap different styles of hands. Cause I'm, I'm assuming that there's gotta be some other better design out there, but even if the watch, even if the hands are in such a way that they're laying directly over the date windows, uh, mm-hmm. You can still read it entirely fine, um, I'm assuming, because of how thin they are. So that, that's a that's nice true. part of it. Yeah, you can definitely always read the calendar, whether the hands are in a way or not. Um, yeah, so, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, uh, the one thing I wanted to mention also is the indices are like perfect little pyramids, which is like, incredibly oh, cool. I've never seen that before. Perfect. They're freaking perfect. It, Do you know other really, watches that use that? Um, I think, I mean, there's obviously vintage watches that use this sort of thing. Okay. Um, I, I can't recall any off the top of my head because I'm, I'm not a huge vintage guy, but I know like I think this original Bastion that was actually you know designed back in the day did use the same type of markers. Yeah, because um, what that does is you have so many um, because the pyramids sort of are facing the center of the watch, so like you know they're rotated um, as you go around the uh, the circumference of like the, the dial. Um, you pretty much have a surface at like every single angle that you yeah. can possibly move the watch. So you're always going to get some dark sections and some light sparkles off of the indices. Uh, I would, I would think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's pretty and, cool. And did you see that uh, macro I took off the window aper- uh, the, the date apertures? No. Was that on your Instagram? It is on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't look at that. <laughs> Dude. It's like, it's perfect. Like there's, it, it's just amazingly perfectly executed. And I, I think, what you're paying for in this watch is that like microscopic level of execution where you do not find any flaws in anything. And and, I mean, if you look at the watch, I don't know. I, I, like I was, I was, I thought that my eyes are good enough to notice that sort of thing without magnification, but maybe they're not. I don't know. Um, Yeah. I mean, this, this takes a certain type of buyer, right? I mean, this, the difference between, between this and maybe something, that would cost, I, I mean, you can get this style of watch, you would think for like much less than, than this watch would cost. Um, I mean, and maybe the, thing- the difference in like quality is going to be what, like that extra, like 15% or something, you know, you can get like eight to eight and a, eight and a half out of 10, um, you know, steps, steps of the way there towards uh, the, where the Vacheron would be a 10. I, I think possibly I, I think that's basically true, you know it's, with, it's with anything like as I, you start to spend more money you get you get less and diminishing less. returns yeah yeah i think what the watch you're thinking of is the jlc calendar moon phase right like that's well, i didn't have probably... any imper- like in mind particularly but i was just thinking like surely you can get another another watch that um you know is is similar especially in steel for for what the steel one costs um you would think you can get another watch that just follows this type of design and is going to be way less money than this one costs and no one's saying they're going to be equally as as well finished or something like that but 
you would think that someone could make this for a lot cheaper still with an in-house like you know good movement and everything I'm thinking about that right now. I'm trying to think about like what what can you get in the price range of this watch? I mean, like a longer one comes to mind because that's just like what I've been comparing this to. Um, but like JLC would be a good good example. So, I mean, so, if they okay, were to make a watch about, like this, the it would be realistically what like you can probably get it for what seven eight grand something like that. If JLC was to make this watch, I mean, JLC does have a similar watch in stainless steel, right? Yeah, I mean, it's not the exact same design, but functionally, I guess it's the same thing, right? Functionally, yeah, yeah. Um, let's say what is what are they what do they go for? Like you, the master like seven, calendar, um, phase, right? It's Jesus, what units is this in? Dude, this uh, thing is like butter to eight, wine. The master calendar is like eight grand, but I mean, it doesn't look nearly the same. But I guess functionally, it's the same. Yeah. Um. um so I guess I guess it is a big price difference, even if you compare it to the steel one, right? Yeah, I guess um, that's what I'm saying. Is it worth like double of of what what that one? I mean, if what you, the JLC goes for. So you do get a Geneva seal, everything, right? It's a Geneva seal finished case and movement. Yeah. I'm not sure if that makes a difference, but it is. But they're both stamped. Okay. Um, the triple Gadron case is actually very interesting. Um, I, I I do like this execution that they did. It looks very cool. I don't know if that's hard to make, but it's a cool design cue. So you're paying for a lot for design, I guess. Um, and then you do, you I think you do pay a little bit for the name. I mean, it is a Vacheron after all. I guess that does carry some value to certain people. Um, yeah. The movement finishing, obviously, um, it, it is a level above JLC. It's yeah, yeah, for sure. Like that's it's expected. Quite a bit. Um, yeah, it's it's quite good. Um, you just have to compare. You know, is it worth the difference in price? I guess. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. The design of this watch to me, though, just doesn't. Like I said before, it doesn't seem like something that should cost this amount of money. But, you know, there's a lot of people that do really appreciate those vintage Vacherons that are, you know, these triple calendars moon, with the moon face. So I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely to the, yeah. ignorant to like everything that Vacheron makes. I have no idea what any of their watches are. Um, yeah, I, like a few of them, but I, I, I know pretty much nothing about Vacheron. So I'm just looking at this watch just from what I do know. And it, it doesn't seem like something that is... Uh, so I, I think you have what to, it is, yeah. I think it's one of those watches you have to hold to truly appreciate and look at it at like a you know very close up level, because um, in mm -hmm. many many ways, from that respect, it is quite perfect. There's, okay. there's just something about it that, you know, like the print is as crisp as it gets. Um, okay. The winding, like the feel of the wind, is quite amazing. There's like a, there's almost like a spring that you first get through and then you get to the winding part it's almost like there's like a little like pillow in between your <laughs> when in between you biting the crown and then like getting to wind it so it's like it will still move a little bit at the very top yeah i, I get what you're it, saying. yeah it, it it just gives it a very nice kind of like feeling um i don't know man and, and i mean this one is limited to 200 as well i guess that does carry some value um all right and you get a strap that is a you know alligator lined with alligator, which isn't the cheapest thing. Yeah, I mean it's a cool watch. I just I want it to be like half of the price of what it costs. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Wouldn't that we be have, nice? We have to uh, we have to move on. All right, let's move about, on, dude. We need to talk about other things. Is there anything let's talk that, about, that we missed? Something about um about this watch. It's forty yeah. millimeters. It's it's kind of big. It's big, that's the yeah. only. 
that's the only thing uh, I think. Like, if this watch was thirty-eight, I, oh man, I would be like in love with this thing. I would. I, I like. I I really like it. I really appreciate it. But I think the size is what's preventing me to really fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, maybe for someone with slightly larger wrist, this this could be perfect. Like, it's it doesn't wear huge for a forty uh, millimeter dress watch, but um, I, that is outside of my sweet spot. I think for my you know baby sausage wrists. All right, moving on. I'm not going to come. Do you want to talk about something you recently got or sold? We should play this game. Like, <laughs> you either talk about something you got or something you sold. Okay. We should do it beforehand and then make each other buy or sell something. That, that's, that's more interesting. <laughs> you, would just, you would just make me sell the stuff I don't want to sell. <laughs> um, we have to we have to think about it uh, and come up with uh, something. Also, I'm not giving away any more money. So whoever's listening right now, <laughs> dude, oh my God, whoever's that listening was, right now, I'm not giving away any more money. So I ended up donating, donating several times to the, uh, Australian WWF, which is the, what is it actually stand for? It's not the, not the wrestling, wrestling federation. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking, what, no, what did you donate to dude? <laughs> worldwide fun for nature, Australia, uh, for, for the, uh, bushfires. So, well, it, it's for, uh, for the koalas directly. It goes towards the koalas. <laughs> anyway. They just get, they just go over <laughs> they there. Give and just hand the, they give cash to the koalas. Just, they just hand the cash to the koalas. Here you go. We have cars for kids and in Australia they have cash for koalas. <laughs> All right. Uh, so what have I done? Um, I purchased a watch, which I'm not actually sure if the order went through, but uh, should I talk about that? Um, I have another watch coming in. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. So we can talk about this one. Uh, so I have coming in a Reverso. And you know you about do. this. I told you. Um, it's, in my opinion, one of the coolest complications that has existed. You know, maybe not the most technically amazing or, or anything like that, but functionally one of the coolest complications that's been in a Reverso. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's the, it's the memory model, which is pretty, people know about it that know about reversos, I guess, but um, they're not all too common. So if you're looking to buy one, they're not necessarily easy to find. Uh, I, like, I don't know if I look online on eBay or whatever, there's like pretty much none for sale. Um, yeah. So on one side it's, it's um, you know, just standard time, time only reverso with the sub seconds. And it has sword hands and I think they're, they're loomed, which is pretty cool. It's a little bit on the sportier side. And mm-hmm. on the other side, it's a continuous minutes counter with a pusher, which uh, resets the minutes counter. So it's like flyback. Uh, but you can't actually stop it. It always runs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So basically if you want to start timing, you just push the button, push the pusher and it will reset the counter to zero and then it will continuously run. Um, and yeah, it'll just, run forever until you reset it again so i don't know what do you think about this watch is this <laughs> no you, you, I, have, I think... you have longas and 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 vacheron and all this crazy stuff that oh uh, you dropped the ball in the longa all right so you could have ju- yeah. you could have just not acknowledged it it's okay i know it's fine dude um let's just forget about memory it. let's just i, I quite it. no i think it's a very cool model i've actually looked at it quite a few times before 
and I've seen them both in stainless steel and gold. Um, and I know the one you got is a very nice example too. Like you got the bracelet, you got the full kit, which is, which is super nice. Um, it, it's a very cool watch. Cause I think there is a very limited use for the whole reversing mechanism these days, especially if you get like one of those classic reverses that really doesn't have anything on the back. It's just a solid, you know, steel, um, um, piece on the reversing side. I don't know. We've talked about this and we both thought that those are kind of like, it, it's like a gimmick, right? It doesn't do anything yeah. these days. Unless I'm, you have like an engraving or you write like fuck off on the back or something, you know? Yeah. I can't, uh, I, I don't think I can get a reverso again. And now I'm saying this and I'm, I'm sure I'll get one eventually if I find it for a good deal or something, but you mean a classic, for, like just, nothing on the back, right? Just for, from a collecting perspective, if I was buying a reverso for myself, I can't buy one with a steel back. I mean, I had the 1931 and I never reversed it because there's nothing on the back. Yeah, it seems kind of useless at that point. Just yeah. get, a, get a normal watch. So I think having it... But if you have one with, the, with two different functionalities, I mean, you show people and they just go crazy. People love when there's something else on the other side. Like, yeah, like I've non-watch showed... people, just regular people. Exactly, like regular, you know, peasants. <laughs> oh man, we're... <laughs> this is getting shut down now, isn't it? Um... No, but seriously, um, I, I think people really react positively to the reversal that has, you know, I've had one that was the, the dual, dual face, which has the secondary time zone in the back. People quite like that. Although I did not have a use for that. I don't really travel. Um, so for me, it was just kind of a gimmick. But yeah, it's just something one, to push. It's fun. Yeah, no, the push is great. But like one that is a chronograph on the other side, dude so many applications like you're cooking your eggs in the morning <laughs> so use, your that, use your reverse memory. of memory what is that thing that i yeah it's called memory um i guess for you can record like i don't know spans of minutes but the one thing that's really cool about it is the way that it's um it's laid out it's just one big minutes counter there's nothing else on that side and <laughs> it's so legible so you can yeah, you can awesome. easily just time anything um, and I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting it because I want to use it because I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of the most useful watches that I've ever owned. Um, cause so I found actually... out the bracelet, which people probably many, most people probably don't know that. I don't know. Maybe people know, but the bracelet on these reversos has a sort of easy link style adjustment in the clasp. I found it when I was reading the manual for the watch and, um, I don't have the watch yet, but I just Googled the manual because I was curious what the water resistance was. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the bracelet has a, it's even looking at the documentation, I have no idea how it works. I'll figure it out when I get the watch, but maybe people have one and they don't know. Yeah. So, so I think, so the cool thing about this is that you can actually have it on your regular, you know, time side and then you can press the button without even looking. Right. And like, it will start timing for you. And yeah, well, it'll reset it over. the. Yeah, it'll. That's reset what I mean. The, we'll reset the timer. You flip it over later on if you want to like see how long it's been since you've pressed it. You, it doesn't even need to be on the, the chronograph side for you to do it. Yeah. Well, we can just do a whole episode on just things that you can time. <laughs> <laughs> All different types of eggs in the morning. <laughs> so, so I I sent you the screenshot from. Uh, I don't know where this came. I don't know who wrote this. It's some. I can't find the. Oh, it's from watchwiki.net. I Googled the caliber number for the JLC mm -hmm. and it says this, this is intended to be used as a daily timer and the watch was aimed at women for use in sports, business, and cooking. 
It's like the most sexist thing ever. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, dude, so They should have just put a timer, <laughs> oh like a, a retrograde timer that's like, <laughs> on one side, it's just like start, and the other side, it's like eggs are done. Oh my god! <laughs> That's essentially what they're saying. Oh my god! Can we, like you don't need to use this for anything else. Just cooking eggs or something like that. Oh my like god! That. That's horrible. But I know. On, can we? I actually it's watchwiki.net. It's not me. I wish can that we, it. What? Can we make a custom dial for this watch? No. no. For my purposes, that mm-hmm. has like eight minutes on the backside when they just put a little egg on it, that the egg is done. So I'm actually looking forward to, to using this when we record the podcast because yeah. I always lose track of how long, how long we're recording. So that's that's true. Actually, I can consult Dude. my my wrist memory. Are you familiar with brew brew watches? <laughs> yeah, um, I, I ran into those guys at one of the Warner Mound things. Yeah, so you know, like the 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 whole kind of like inspiration is coffee brewing and stuff like that. So. Yep. Some of their watches, like the chronograph, will have the first 35-minute uh, hashes kind of exaggerated because that's, you know, when you're pulling espresso, you're, you, you know, that's about the time range, time range that you want to be in so that you can read that time easily. So, dude, same thing with this, dude. We just make a watch that's called, like, I don't know, the egg boiler, and legit is just a chronograph that runs for, like, whatever, eight minutes to cook the egg. It that's doesn't tell it does. the time. It doesn't it do doesn't, anything. No, it just that's goes it, up to eight minutes and then stops. We're just gonna use. Um, we're just gonna modify a Volju seventy-seven fifty to run up to eight minutes around the dial, and that's gonna be your egg timer. I would spend big money on this. Like, if this watch was like five hundred bucks, I'd probably buy it. Uh, yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna be. I. I predict that I will wear the. I'm not. Sure, it's the classic size, so it's. It's you know on the smaller side compared to a lot of the newer reversos that are out. But I'm predicting that I will wear it quite a bit. Because I just think that the functionality of it is going to be really useful. So, yeah, that's a cool watch, man. All right, you go now, and we maybe we don't need to cover everything, uh, or just the last few. We'll have to just give a quick summary, but we don't have time. Yeah, to should I watch. should I talk about you, you pick? Should I talk about something I let go or something I acquired? Um, there's a big one I haven't. No, 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 don't yeah. just forget forget about it. <laughs> No, not that one. There's still another big one I still haven't talked about. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to. The... I don't want to go too long about it. Okay. Uh, All right. So let's talk about something I let go. Um, we can do a whole saw... episode maybe on the on the other one. And uh... Uh, sure, we can actually probably do half episode. We can do like an episode of the other two big ones that I got recently. Anyway, that's fine. So the stuff you sold, and I guess why you're okay selling it. Sure. So the big thing was making up the money. That I spent on money. the watches I bought recently. Money is always a big thing, right? Like you can't just buy a Vacheron and uh, two other pretty expensive watches and not feel it, unless you're mm-hmm. very rich. Yeah. So I had to make some I decisions. Have to sell my Scion. <laughs> you, you can buy like a nice pair of Ann Edmonds when you sell it. You can maybe even get into the Cordovan line. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Dude. So. I sold, let's see. So from my like long-term collection, let's not talk about like flips that I've done because that happens all the time. But like from my long-term collection, I've sold my Glassuto original pen mm-hmm. reserve with the blue dial. And I considered selling it about a month ago or two for uh, sort of, you know, to free up some funds to kind of invest more money into uh, more Raj Dubuis and the stuff that I like. And, you know, 
yeah, like medium high, like not really high, just sort of stuff I like. I just couldn't do it at that time. Like it was something about it that I was just like, yeah, man, I, I just can't do it. I wore it for a full week just to kind of get a feel for it. And I, I really enjoyed it, but things happen, man. Like the other watches that I got, I think I've been wanting to get for such a long time that I lost track of like how much money I had tied up in watches that I wasn't wearing that much. Because mm-hmm. I don't, GO, I don't like, think you've worn that for like three months at least. I've had, okay, yeah, I know. It's like, it's kind of crazy. I had that Geo for three years now. Um, I just sold it to a gentleman. I just shipped it today. Um, I don't think I've worn that watch more than like 2,000 times in total. Like 2,000 days, let's say. Like a month in total or something. Like I don't, I think it was less than that. Um, and I like the watch, obviously. I love the watch for, for what it was. But I think after a while, you just sort of move on. Um, even though you still really like the watch and appreciate it, perhaps if you're not wearing it and you want to try something different and you know, that's another thing. I knew I could get that watch in the future because it's not like a hugely rare watch. You know, there's still being produced and all that. So if I really wanted to get back into it, if, if I felt like I made a mistake, it's not that big of a deal, you know, like I'm probably going to have to I'm gonna, I'll lose some money because, you know, I just sold, I'm going to be buying it again. Um, but it is what it is. I think it was a good choice. Yeah, I kind of did the same thing. I'm, I'm sort of leaning towards if there's something rare that pops up, I'll always just sell something that I have that's not rare just mm-hmm. to, to make that sacrifice to pick up the thing that's rare. Because exactly. you can, you know, you can buy whatever it is. If you can buy whatever it is again, then just wait and buy it again. Yeah, because think about like, think about my other watches. What else could I really like? sell that would be an easy pickup down the line nothing maybe the maybe the breguet like maybe i i do quite i see quite a few uh uh 5907s uh but that's about it like all the chopards are hard to find yeah the roger dubuis are hard to find um yeah man what what about you okay one for you now um yeah so i actually i've i don't know i've been shuffling around some things lately um and uh, i know we we did mention that i had just too many iwc flyback or iwc top guns and uh i settled into the one that i want to i want to keep so because you know one of them was like 60 millimeters and the other one was was like 42 Mm-hmm. so uh, um i sold one of those i'm keeping the other one which which one did you sell the smaller of the two okay it's it's a better watch but also it just feels just too normal i kind of only want to keep stuff that's just different like in the way okay. that the big pilot is humongous but it's just a very specific design and it just is its own thing so it's like choosing to to keep a Mark 18 over a big pilot. The Mark 18, you're going to probably wear more, but it's just not special. Mm. So it's kind of the same, the same thing, but maybe less exaggerated than that, but the same sort of thing. I can kind of see that. I mean, yeah. And you said you risk can handle the larger watch anyway. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, I think so. I don't care really. I, I like wearing it. Um, okay. 
So there's that. And then I, I sold the, the Zenith, the backbone of the Watch Rotation podcast, <laughs> the ceramic we, Zenith. Oh, uh, we, we, we uncovered the, uh, the scandal and then um, you let it go. Has nothing to do with the watch. I really like the watch and yeah. I will continue to, I mean, you've, you've tried it on and it's pretty cool. And no, for the price cool you can watch, pick yeah. them up at, I mean, it's, it's a really awesome watch. And everyone that I showed it to was like, this is the coolest watch I've ever seen. Um, and, you know, like non-watch people, just random people out there that look at it. Uh, they, they just really seem to enjoy it. So it's, it's a great watch. Um, well executed. But um, I was just picking up some other stuff and decided that I can buy another one. So, and it'll probably even be cheaper because the longer you wait, it'll probably just go down in value. So I'll buy one later if I want one. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So I'll pick up the pace a little bit. Uh, sure. I ordered at now. I haven't heard any follow-up, so I'm not really sure what's going on with this, but <laughs> I ordered, um, or I purchased online a uh, jump hour Omega. And if you don't know what, which one I'm talking about, it's not hard to find because there's only one. <laughs> yeah i mean i know which one you're talking about um so what made you kind of make that purchase so dude you've seen such a transformation and like i, I feel kind of proud for maybe pushing you towards more unusual watches maybe not like consciously but maybe just sort of like you were seeing how much fun i was having with all this like weird stuff and maybe you wanted a part of it too i don't know Tell I, me. I don't know it's a few things because the watches that I have now are really cool. And if you bring that collection of watches somewhere, I'm, you're going to, you're not going to run into another person that has, you know, even one of, one of those watches, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. It's unique. And there's something that's very interesting about, about all of them that I have right now, um, which is cool, but I don't necessarily think that they're something that I could like, resell if I ever wanted to or at least it would take me forever to resell Mm -hmm. because they're just too weird and people don't even know what they should be worth because they're just weird so Mm -hmm. I think these are watches that I maybe always would have thought was cool but I probably just wouldn't have purchased them so it it has to do with like I guess timing and then how willing I am to devote funds to certain things that I'm I'm pretty much never pretty much never going to get back Mm. um interesting but I definitely think that I have been moving towards just wearing a little bit more dressy stuff, which I, you know. So a lot of these watches um, are a little bit on the are on the dressier side. So yeah, so the jump hour, I'm not even sure how how it wears. It's like a 31 millimeter um, the Tano style case. Okay, it's rectangular, that's... I guess. So it it's like mid size. I'm not really sure. Yeah, that's not going to be too small. Um, that's going to be the right size, I think, for you. Yeah, I have no clue, honestly. The thing that I really like about this, so it's uh, the steel one is salmon dial. Uh, it's a one-hander. I've always wanted a jump hour watch, especially since I've been getting into the Genta watches, the Genta brand watches, which we did a whole episode on. Um, and this one's Omega, which is cool. I mean, people people like Omega. And, it, you know, it's not some some unheard of brand. So uh, at least has some some ability maybe to, to sell it later on. Uh, yeah. It has double double sided AR, which is really cool on a, a smaller watch like this. Nice. Um, not the most common thing, and the the font is really cool. It's like a almost almost uh, 
uh, Breguet style numerals, but kind of not, but close. I don't know if you if that qualifies it. It's it's close. Maybe take a look at it. It's inspired by. <laughs> inspired by Breguet's ass. Yeah, and it's jump hour. Yeah, so it's one hand and then a digital hour, which I think is that has to be one of the most uh, functional ways to to read time, in my opinion. I mean, digital yeah, the, the, just digital everything is probably is the best, right? But it's, <laughs> it's not cool. <clears throat> those are those are quite um I, we, we actually know a person who I, I don't know if he still has this watch or i don't know i don't think he it. does i don't think he does he sold it okay yeah, yeah no these are these are these are big i'll would, I would qualify as, as, these as such um yeah. yeah um did you did you talk to our friend about this watch before making this purchase a little or? bit yeah what do you say about it um i was just asking a little bit about the size and okay not not much I, i've already looked into these and i was pretty set on buying it so so you got it did you get it on bracelet or on strap on the strap but i need to replace it okay the watch is from the late 90s so yeah and who knows if it's even running well so we'll see i i will put the time into it to get it serviced and everything these have chronometer certified movements but there's no seconds hand so <laughs> it doesn't matter that's funny um happens though yeah so i don't know i'm, I'm really excited about that watch i think it's gonna between the reverso and the the uh, jump hour, I think I'm actually going to get a lot of wrist time between those two because, like the Genta that I have, for example, the retrograde uh, retro mm-hmm. seconds, it's a really cool watch. I don't really wear it that much. Um, it's something I, that I like to have, but I don't really wear it that much. I see. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're getting into like these square slash tonneau shaped cases, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've just been seeing stuff, and I'm like, huh, this is just. Like if you look at the Omega Jump Hour, that's obviously cool, and it's it's kind of objectively cool. You you can't deny that that's a cool watch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Genta has a very quirky design, and it's very unique. There's not much out there that's like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Piaget that I have is it's very specific, and you know, it's very similar to the Ralph Lauren watch that, <laughs> uh, but. You know, it's four millimeters thick. So, you know, how many other watches can you get that are like that? Not many. Besides the Ralph Lauren, which is essentially a Piaget. So, so yeah, they're, they're all sort of very specific things. So, I, I don't know. I've just been, my, I've been, uh, they've been catching my eye and I've just, I couldn't resist myself. So, all right. Which enough, is fine. Yeah. Enough of my. I think, I think that's a, I mean, it's, it's fair. Like I like, I like what you're saying. It's like, you kind of see something you like it, you buy it. And I, I think that's yeah. how everyone should be buying watches. Cause it just makes it a whole lot more fun. But I don't know if, sure it was, if there were like normal watches that I, I thought were cool, but they were just kind of normal. I don't think I would go for them. I'm kind of only buying them just because they're, they're very specific in what they do and they're, mm-hmm. they're very unique. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Besides the IWC. <laughs> It's like I have these like 36 millimeter size watches now, even though I'm definitely not like a every watch needs to be 36 millimeter type of guy. But uh, and then I just have like a 50 millimeter IWC. You're going, you're, you're trying to just like, this is like, remember when uh, Aston Martin had to comply with some regulation thing in Europe and they had to take a, what was essentially a, I believe it was like a Toyota iq or like one oh of the yeah, scion, yeah. Like, that's my dude that's one of my favorite cars of all time but <laughs> the, the toyota the scion the scion version 
but that's what you're doing. You're like, Zion you're IQ. like trying to average, you're trying to average the size of your watch and the, so like the average of the size of your watch in the collection is normal. But then you look at your watches and they're all like 50 millimeter and like 13 millimeter. Like there's nothing normal. The Scion IQ, just to, just to go back to that, is, is literally just the size of two, of two doors. The yeah, whole car is just two doors. It's actually yep. unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, we could do a whole episode on, on Scion IQs or just Scions. So. But that's not what this is about. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much uh, okay. There's a couple other things that went on, but I think we can do later uh, episodes dedicated to specific things. So uh yeah. like specific I mean, I watches like, or you, product you, lines or you, you also already mentioned but i also sold the ralph which i, I didn't think i would ever um but yeah so what, what's i think we can end it after that can be the last thing we talk about what again what happened i, with I looked at all my watch it, it was the same story i looked at all my watches what do i not wear and i have not worn the ralph since it's been at least half a year i would imagine because yeah. you've gotten and, just like much better watches now so yeah, it's and I still hard for think that's that. a. I still thought it was a really great watch. It just for some reason would always sit at the bank, and I never got any. It never got any wrist time. So, um, again, to recuperate some funds from these crazy purchases, um, I thought it was a good move. And I and I sold it to a gentleman. I know he's going to be really happy with it because again, it's not worn, and I had like two custom Camille Fournay straps made for it. So he's going to have some nice choice there. Yeah, I still don't. I still don't. Um... Oh, it's so much better than the Piaget. Don't even oh, get you, started. You don't I even still, get me started on it. I still don't. I still don't believe that uh, it's better than the Piaget. The Piaget is bigger, and well, I like make it better. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm doing something else. I'm looking at my phone. The Piaget is is a little bit bigger, which for me it, it makes a big difference because um, I, I had I had one of those Ralph Lauren watches a while back, and I just the design is not it doesn't really suit my style very well yeah um, i don't i didn't see that watch on you i agree yeah yeah so there's that the piaget is is uh the the numerals and the, the style of it is much uh it's probably much more normal um you know it's not enamel dial with the roman numerals like the the way the ralph is very it's very specific in its in its design um and it's a little bit, the Piaget is a little bit bigger. So I've been wearing it like fairly casually and I think it mm-hmm. goes well. So I don't know. I, I like that. One. It's also super heavy. <laughs> uh, I, I took the strap off of it recently and I just kind of noticed that it is it's like, like a, a sliver. Thing, it's like a yeah. sliver of gold. And yeah. when you, you feel how heavy it is, it's actually quite unbelievable. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've, I've handled some um, um, paddocks from, um, a good friend of mine recently, and I was actually surprised how heavy they are. And I, and I think it kind of goes with, uh, I, I handled four of them and each one of them like amazed me with the density. So I, I don't know what you mean. Like a, a nice heavy watch feels really great. Yep. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's surprising on the, on the Piaget just based on how thin it is. So cool, I man. I, I'm, I think we're there. I don't know. I don't have my memory watch, so I have no clue how long we've been. Next time we record, you'll you'll keep us on track. But no, seriously, this time, I'm, I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna use it. I, I know, and, and for eggs, <laughs> I will call you and tell you to start your memory watch for my eggs, and then you'll call me back when it's been eight minutes. I could probably just draw on the crystal with like a dry erase marker. Just put like a like a 
little an egg at eight yeah just like around the the circle like how long certain things take uh uh yeah so we'll i think on some of these like bigger pieces that that we have purchased mostly purchased um, i don't think anything that we sold really deserves more time because we've probably already talked no. about them anything yeah. new that we've purchased that maybe we didn't mention we can do uh some some dedicated episodes on because the vacheron i mean we talked about that too long now so i think yeah we did but it it is there's a lot to discuss about that watch because i mean it's kind of crazy but um, i won't talk about it anymore yeah i'm done all right see you dude all right talk to you later bye